Hello, office mates. Welcome to another episode of the Wildcat Offense, hosted by me, Wes Ibarra, at Offsie Sport. That's O F F C I E S P O R T. Thank you once again for your continued support. It helps keep the dream alive for this podcast project. Offsie Sport can be found on all podcast platforms at O F F C I E S P O R T. Also, there is a YouTube channel, and a revamped Instagram page for you all, the listener, to enjoy. One thing of housekeeping I wanted to keep no or two things, rather. Last week, I made a comment about how Piers said that this team was going to start 4-0. I meant to say 0-4, so my bad on that one. Uh, of course, it would be nice if the Wildcats could start 4-0 to the year. Then we'd be really, really exceeding expectations, and the Cats would probably be America's new darling. But, hey, this start is not bad as well. Second thing, I think a couple episodes back, I said the Wildcat basketball team was eliminated in Sweet 16. It was a round of 32. Hopefully, the Cats can go further than that, and perhaps be that Cinderella and go all the way to the Final Four this season. This past weekend, the Cats went up against perennial power, Penn State, who entered the contest as the sixth best team in the country and a 4-0 record, 2-0 in Big Ten Conference play. Beautiful Saturday afternoon in Evanston, Illinois, Ryan Field. And for a while, it looked like the Cats had the Nittany Lions number. Unfortunately, in the second half, the Nittany Lions managed to do Penn State things and eventually clobbered the Wildcats 41-13. Scoring goes as follows. 12-47 in the first. Jack Olsen hits a 33-yard field goal for the Wildcats, putting the Cats up 3 to nothing. 2-37 mark in the first. Penn State answers with a field goal of their own. Alex Falcons from 20 yards out. Knotted up at 3-3. 5-46 in the second quarter. Ben Bryant rushes for a yard. And Northwestern retakes the lead 10-3. 116 left in the half. Trey Potts, the Minnesota transfer, scores on a 13-yard run, evening the score at 10. 840 in the third. Drew Aller, their quarterback, goes in for a one-yard run, and Penn State takes its first lead of the game, 17 to 10. 603 in the third. Alex Falcons hits a 47-yard field goal, furthering the lead to 20 to 10. 124 in the third. Nicholas Singleton catches a two-yard pass from Drew Aller. Penn State goes up 27-10, 12-01 in the fourth. Jack Olson answers for the Cats with a field goal from 28 yards out, 27-13. Penn State puts the game away at the 407 and 220 marks of the game. Nicholas Singleton with a one-yard run with helping the Nittany Lions go up 34-13. And Trey Potts catches a 30-yard pass from backup Bo Prabula. Putting the final nail in the coffin, 41-13, Penn State wins. They improve to 5-0, 3-0 in conference play, while our Cats fall to 2-3, 1-2 in Big Ten conference play. Visual offensive stats start off with Penn State. Drew Aller, 18-33, 189 yards and a touchdown. Bo Prabula, 1-1, for 30 yards and a touchdown. Leading rusher, Nicholas Singleton, 21 touches, 80 yards, 1 touchdown. Other scoring, Trey Potts, Drew Aller. Keandre Lambert-Smith led the way receiving. Four catches, 86 yards. Those scoring on the receiving end, Nicholas Singleton and Trey Potts. 
For the Cats, Ben Bryant goes 14 of 25 with 122 yards and five sacks. So going into this week, the offensive line needs to clean up and keep Ben Bryant upright. Brendan Sullivan goes two for six with eight yards and an interception and two sacks. Leading rusher for the Cats, Brendan Sullivan. Seven touches, 25 yards. Ben Bryant scoring the lone rushing touchdown for the Cats. He went 11 touches, negative five yards for the day. Cam Johnson led receiving, six receptions, 81 yards. Followed by Cam Porter, two receptions, 19 yards. On defense, Kevin Winston led the way for Penn State with five tackles. Dominic DeLuca, Zane Durant, and Kobe King rounded out the field with four. Bryce Gallagher with seven tackles for the Northwestern Wildcats. Richie Haggerty with six. Coco Azema, Garnet Hollis Jr., Devin Turner, Xander Mueller, PJ Spencer with five. One of one thing of note for the defense, Anto Saka with the one sack for the Cats. <sighs> Last week, I said that the Cats were going to shock the world and go 34-31. and 31. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but there is a bit of hope just by watching the first half of the game. It felt like the Cats came out with a sense of urgency, a sense of pride and a little bit of aggressiveness going into that first half. I mean, they forced a fumble on the first play of the game. That kickoff to Penn State caused a fumble in their own territory in which the Cats cashed in on a field goal. Of course, Penn State would answer, but then Northwestern took the lead, right? And it stayed that way for a while until towards the end of the half when the Nittany Lions would tie up the game at 10 apiece. There was a crucial holding call in the third quarter, which allowed momentum for the Penn State offense. And from there, Penn State did what a great team would do, which is take the lead and never give it back. There were a couple things that I really questioned on Northwestern's end, which was passing on third down at the 12-15 mark with one yard to go. Not sure why you do that when you have five, at least five, capable people of getting that one yard for you. You would think that we would learn from previous football events where passing with a yard to go is just never ever a good idea. But it is what it is. That is something that can be fixed for next week against Howard. But shout out to Penn State for playing a very, very good game. They adjusted in the second half and just never looked back. As for the Cats, that should be a learning experience just because if you want to be at the top of the Big Ten Conference, right, you need to beat the bigger brands like Penn State, like Ohio State, Michigan, even your in-state rival, Illinois. But in my honest opinion, this new group is exceeding expectations and, of course, experiences like that will only help the team get better and also more primed for a game like next week with the Howard Bison. Speaking of, that team is 2-2, two and two, representing the MEAC. 
which is an HBCU conference. Their last game was a 35 to 10 win over Robert Morris. Quentin Williams, their quarterback, led the way with 13 of 16 and one touchdown from the passing standpoint. Leading rusher and leading receiver was Ian Wheeler, four touches, 81 yards, one touchdown rushing, 42 yards, two catches receiving. So we could see a lot of running from this team as Williams was passing in the teens. Hopefully, Coach Braun can get a very good run defense going for our Cats to prevent that from happening um, again at Ryan Field this weekend. On the defensive front, Darren Brokenburr and Terrence Holton both had six tackles with Brokenburr having a sack on the day. So if the Week 2 matchup with UTEP is any indication of how a uh, Wildcat team can perform against a team coming from a quote-unquote lower conference or quality of play than the Big Ten, then that could be a blueprint as to how the Wildcats can defeat the Howard Bison. Of course, like I said earlier, we can see a lot of running, right? Because if your quarterback is only going to be passing in the teens, so 19 and under, we can see a lot of running, a lot of maybe trick play. Whatever it is, it's going to be a ground game attack. No doubt about it. And then on defense, it looks like the Cats are going to have to use both of their weapons, both Ben Bryant, Lausch, and Brendan Sullivan to keep that defense off balance. On paper, it looks like we have the better receiving core with Kurtz and Henning, as well as uh, Bryce Johnson, and of course the better running game with Cam Porter and company, and A.J. Henning. So we would hope that, um, or I'm sorry, Cam Johnson and Bryce Kurtz. I confused them both and put them into one player. In a way, that would be actually pretty good, right? But anyhow, on paper, this Northwestern team shows all signs of having a complete quality win over to Howard Bison. However, you cannot take these teams lightly, right? They could be very, very good in their own conference or own region of play. That's something I've said before in the UTEP recap. And... It is very possible for an FCS team, in the case of Howard, to shock the country, shock the world, and beat a Power 5 team. It's actually happened to the Cats before. Don't forget, last season, SIU beat the Cats. So, you don't ever, ever want that embarrassment at home, because then that just ruins morale, it ruins confidence, and of course, it does cause a lot of questions against your team. But... I do not think that the Cats will stoop away from their level of play and put in a win of 42-14. to 14. So I could see the Howard Bison getting out the gate quick and perhaps surprising Northwestern a little bit, but I know that this staff is capable of making adjustments to perhaps neutralize whatever Howard does best and capitalize on what Northwestern does that much better. It should be a warm day. 
this weekend at Ryan Field. Two o'clock kick. It'll be very good for both programs just because for Howard, they get to go on the road, go to a major market, get paid, and also play a Power 5 team. While for the Cats, it gives them more opportunity to play different quality competition. But again, I expect the Cats to bounce back, bounce back well, and put in a blowout win to get back to 500 play on the year against the Howard Bison. That is the Wildcat Offense Football Edition for this week. Hopefully, again, the Cats can bounce back and get another win against the Howard Bison. Thank you again for all your support. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the project. Once again, we can be found on Sport O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. Put that into your search for all your podcast platforms, YouTube, and on Instagram. Share the show with friends, family, colleagues, anyone that wants to partake in the office sports conversation. We'll be back next week to recap this game against the Howard Bison, hopefully a victory, and preview the upcoming game against Big Ten foe, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for your support. And go Cats!